Tuesday evening, just a little bit after 8.30. Where else would you be besides watching sideline sports? Am I right? Exactly. Where else I'd be. And, gentlemen, <laughs> there's a lot to talk watch, about. Lots to talk about. two yokels. <laughs> but we got to start because I got to say it. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that went 3-0 and this week in fantasy football, including two, I mean, absolutely destroying wins in our fan league against Debbie. I'm sorry, Debbie. I know – we're friends here. We're all friends. It's all love. But I, I mean, crushed you by almost 65 points. And then in our personal league with all of us, with our, you know, the, the group of friends, if you will, I won by over 70 points. All Absolute I hear. Dominance. All I hear is blah, 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 blah. Because two out of the three leagues, who is the top scorer? Mysic, don't even. My man, who, all the respect the to you. Scorer? We love you. But you are going to be absolutely obliterated. I am number the people's one. champ. Number one. Hey, one did you go three one, and out? Hold on. One, who went three one, and out? One, Raise your hand if you went three point. and out. Hold on. Most points who, in two out of the three leagues. Raise your hand who went three and out. Who went three and out besides and, me? Don, what did you, you went three and out? Oh, in three. Did, so that's like three what? and out. No, no. Hold on. No, no, no. In our three leagues, how did you do? I said oh in three. It's like three and out. Oh, you said zero oh, and three. Yeah, All it's right. like three and zero. Oh. Uh, JB, how did you do? Two and one. Two, two and one. I lost. The All right, so hold on. So John didn't win anything. You only. I was won sick, twice. so I, I have an excuse. No, um, absolutely not. I got. I had the most points. In the, two, the most points of any of the care. teams in two of the three leagues. So technically, you're behind me in two leagues. Technically, so, I'm not behind anything. I had guys on suspension, so now they're back from suspension. So. And I lost a guy for the season. I lost Mostert for the season. So, you uh, know, Gus bear Edwards, with the club. me. I trade for Gus Edwards. What, Monday? He's gone. <laughs> Thursday? But TV Lab was a huge pickup, and he had more yeah. points than uh, Taylor at running back. So, it was a good move. It was a great move. I mean, I admit, I lost Raheem Mostert as well, but I'm perfectly fine. I'm doing great. And, and he bothered me more for fantasy, uh, the daily fantasy. But, wait. Yeah. Let's let's we brought up Mostert. I gotta bring this up. What are people doing tweeting at him and attacking him because he I got hate hurt? That what, stuff. what is wrong I hate with people? That. that is awful. I mean his hold on. wife. <laughs> yes, Matt, you're absolutely right. John came up with the immediate excuse, I'm sick. Now I'm sorry you were sick. I'm glad you're feeling better. See, not, week but, two oh, will be on, different. Hold on. hold on. Did you set your lineup over the weekend? Because I set my lineup like Wednesday or Thursday. And if anything major happens, I'll change it. But other than that, it's set. No, no. I uh, You always got to tinker over the weekend. Uh, you uh, you see, can't just set anybody, it and forget if it. anybody here has ever watched the show, The League, you are uh, like Kevin. Tinker, tinker, Neverland. You're a tinkerer. <laughs> and that's why you lose, sir. That's why I win. I am confident in my lineup. And I got three wins. Three. Um. Most points in two leagues. Obviously, I'm a most wins overall. At the end of the day, I'm three and zero. You're remember, remember the Texans won a game too. So let's not get overconfident. (laughs) You guys are like the Texans. You won a game, big deal. All right. Um, Most points in two leagues, dominating. Aaron Rodgers lost, but he'll bounce back. It's fun. Uh, We'll talk about that. All right. Back to what you were saying. I didn't. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's okay. So, I what are people? What's wrong with people? I mean, the, the poor guy. Things. 
forget about the fact that we didn't know he was going to be out for the year at that point. Right. So, so your fantasy team went bust. You know what? Maybe leave the guy alone. He's dealing with the rest of his career. I'm listening. Just she's out of order for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, I, but, I, I felt but, terrible. I mean, yeah, I mean, his poor wife or was it his wife or his girlfriend? I don't know if he's married. Uh, his significant article, other. Yeah. Yeah, it's an article, you know, how she, she was about it. I mean, listen. Yeah, there are the death threats and all kinds of, like, crazy well, stuff. I get it. You want to win in fantasy. We all do. I mean, some of us play everybody a daily fantasy. Big right. deal. Saying, it's my, the, three it's of us, the three of us, we have a league. We've got money on the line, and that's fine. I would love to win that league. But money, like a small amount of money just for, you know, a, a little stakes or this poor guy's life, you know. It, it, it doesn't matter life, how much money would be matter. on the it's, line. It's, it, it, you just, just don't cross that line. Exactly. I'm yeah. just using no. this as an example. That's it's yeah. it's not right. I mean. And you wonder I mean, why you wonder why these players don't want to interact with fans on uh on Twitter and all kinds of social media, you wonder why yeah, because, they don't want to reply to you. You wonder why yeah. they hate fantasy players. Absolutely. Why they always say bad things about fantasy players. It's because of people like that. It's those people ruin it for the people they, that, that would love to interact with them right. in a, you know, in a nice way, in a, in a way that doesn't but, hurt but them. Or a anything couple like bad that. apples ruins it for yeah. the rest of us. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is people, cross that line or, or forget the line between fantasy and reality. And I'm not, <laughs> I, I know it's, I don't mean it like a joke, but I do at the same time, but fantasy football is exactly that. It's not real. It's just, it's, it's, it's the same. I mean, to the it's fans. A, I understand it's very real. Like I play fantasy football, so it is real in a sense, but at the same time, at the end of the day, it's just a game. It's, it's just the same for fun. thing as it's we, something to do with your friend. Well, I, I, I mentioned, this is life. I mean, I mentioned about I the Yankees yeah. fan, uh, are about the Boston fan driving into the Yankees fan years ago um, in right. in Boston outside of a bar because the guy was wearing a Yankees jersey. The Boston fan ran him over with his car outside of a bar. Right. The, come on, man. Like, it's a game. Who cares exactly. if you're what jersey you're wearing? You don't run somebody over I mean, with your car. Exactly. Look, you just John's don't do it. a Dolphins jersey. Is it ugly as all can be? Of course it is. <laughs> Dolphins. But am Is I going go, to I'm not gonna go run me? and go no. kill John? Am I no. going to go commit murder? Am I going to you know, uh, uh, verbally attack him in some way other than maybe a, a couple verbal jabs <laughs> as a joke? No. I may make fun of him because that's what friends I, do, but I would never by any no. means intentionally hurt someone no. like that. That's just – that is a fine line, and I'm, I, I am all about verbal jabs, having some fun with your friends or – or, or just making jokes. I'm always okay with that. But there's a line, and and you don't cross it, and that's what people are doing, and that's the problem. People are just way Listen, over the line on that. And it's when, I, right. when I got the text month, uh, Sunday afternoon when most of it went out because my friend was watching, you know, and he knew I had him on my fantasy team. I had him on, in a bunch of daily fantasy games. You know, I was upset, but I wasn't upset with him. because You were just upset at the situation. Yeah. And the, the guy's not looking to get hurt, you know. Of course so, not. I mean, yeah, it's it he wants I to be out there and play. Yeah, I wouldn't go on Twitter and say, "Oh, what's wrong with you? believe me?" He wants to go. He wants to make money. This is his job. Yep. I mean, he wants to. Why don't we go there. to? Let's go to these people's jobs and start booing them and tell them how much they suck. Yeah. I mean, that's what we should do. <laughs> go you know, go to your. Yeah, go to your Walmart job or whatever these people have and 
and just go boo them. Just walk up to them as a cashier. Right, just stand right. 10 feet from them while they're bagging groceries. Boo. Nope. Yeah, like, would exactly. you do that? Just stand there and boo them. And you then whenever they drop a banana or or they scan a, the wrong coupon or it's expired, they scan a coupon, <laughs> you know, start start making, you know, threats to them. There you go. Just start saying awful you. things. I, I'm going to yeah. murder you because like, you misscanned my banana. Like, I mean, but it's not even yours. It's it's the random person that you don't <laughs> even know. It's just messing up theirs, but they messed up. And you're just like, yep. boo, I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, come on, man. Like, like really? Get over it. <laughs> like, you just wouldn't do that. I mean, I, I know that's absurd, but like, nobody but comes to your job and boos you. Yeah. It's the same thing, just on a small scale, but it doesn't, it doesn't change the the basic principles of what are happening. The, the, the simple fact is, is that somebody is doing their job, something went wrong and you're verbally threatening them. Yep. It doesn't matter how big or small the situation is. You're still right. I think our I wanna, example is kind of silly, but I want to go applicable. to the Exxon station in New Jersey because New Jersey, they have to fill your gas tank. You yes, can't do it yourself. I'm going to pick up Jake and John. Well, we're going to go to the Exxon station. <laughs> and we're going to start booing the gas attendant as he saw the car <laughs> because, you know, yep. he's not topping them off. He didn't turn the cap good enough. You know, he's My just horrible. My engine light is on. You didn't turn the, the cap <laughs> tight you know, enough. Just, we should do that one day. Let's, let's have a, you know, a booing the Exxon guy. Yeah, I'm just going to go to every store from now on, every restaurant I go from now on. If I see somebody <laughs> mess up, one of the employees, I'm going to boo them. <laughs> See, uh, Isaac's already booing me. See, I, I feel the hate. John, I'm sorry, but everybody boos you always. You know that. So let's get off this topic. Let's talk about my favorite news story over the last two days in the NFL. Out of Tennessee, Rabel, you know, saying how Julio's going to cost them games with his attitude and things he's doing on the field. It's not something you can teach him, you know. Now, I have no problem with what he said. My issue right. is that he said it publicly. Agreed. You know, Julio is a is a superstar wide receiver, whether he got hurt Absolutely. last year or not. You know, and also, not, I, yeah. I'd like also to point out the score of the game was thirty eight to thirteen. So I don't care what he did; I don't think it was going to make a difference. Yeah. Exactly, and you, he could have gone and scored two extra touchdowns, and they still would have lost. You don't do that publicly. You don't. You don't call out the worst guy in your team that way, let alone a superstar. You know, I agree. as a head coach, that, that's a horrible job. Absolutely. Well, also, he like Julio just got there to the Titans. Like this is his first game, and Vrabel's already calling out players in Week One where they're getting smashed by at home. They're getting smashed. You didn't prepare your team. Clearly, you didn't prepare them right. Is somebody come up going to come up to you and tell you, do you need to prepare your team better? Because I mean, you didn't do your job very to well. Answer this, yes, I saw it. Yes, and I, I, did I know that's see why it. I called him out. I, I did see it. And I again, in a locker room, he could have screamed on him for hours. Close uh, yeah. the door to the office in front of the team would have been fine. To, Honestly, say, it, to say it in the press. No, yeah. you you crossed the line. I think Vrabel already already's losing the team. Or yeah. I, I mean, I feel like the reason Julio did what he did, he was frustrated the way the game was probably going, and he was trying to spark his team. I mean, do I agree with it? No, but I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna go out and say, yeah, go publicly attack him like that. I mean, you, you speak to him private. I mean, it's. Even if a reporter asks you about it, as a head coach, you have to know 
You don't answer that question in yes. that way. You might say, that's something that we're going to talk about in the locker room. That's internally, internally. Yep. exactly. That's going to be something we will internally discuss. However you want to phrase it, that is appropriate. That's the way to go about your business. It's not, yeah, you know what he did, that, that's really unacceptable. That's going to lose his games. Because as the new guy in town, and he's not just some, not just some guy, yeah. Right, he's a superstar. I'm going to be like, you know what, screw you. Sc- you know, screw you, buddy. I don't want to hear it. Because he knows he's good. He knows how about, what he's capable of. He how, about Vrabel, uh, how about Vrabel not having one of the worst defenses in the league Yeah, with him being a I defensive agree. mind? I agree. I mean, you know, I can't, guy can't uh, you know, set up a good defense, like, and he's a defensive mind? What, what's Listen, with that? He, he yeah. came from Belichick. Maybe he needs to contact Belichick and find out how to deal with the media because that was horse manure. <laughs> horse manure. He, it's Bishop he is beyond – I get the frustration sets in. I completely understand. You know, you get blown out 38 to 13. You, you, you have a strong offense. It doesn't get going. Things don't go right. I completely understand that it happens, but it's not acceptable just to take out your frustrations on your players because they did one thing wrong. It's never a good it's, idea to throw your players under the bus. I, I, I I think and you don't think Julio knows he did something wrong? And of course he did. He... And I'm sure Vrabel yelled at him on the sideline. He's already. not a 22-year-old kid. Right. Yeah. He's a grown man that's been in the NFL for a long time now. Yeah. I, I that to me, if I was the GM, I'd have fired him right then and there. Because you don't do that. You know, you don't you don't discuss your grievances in public. I agree. Certain things are in the locker room, in the coach's office. You don't call out a superstar, even the worst guy in the team for that matter. Yeah. But especially press. not your That's superstar. Not I mean, your superstar is the last person you call. I mean, I I agree. You don't call anybody out. But if you're calling somebody out, you do not attack your best players ever. That is the last thing to do. Because if you're going to lose anybody, if you want to lose your best players or some no-name, I would much rather lose the respect of my no-names. Because those superstars are what make or break the team. I'm not saying no-names are not important. They always are. Everybody's important. But they're not so really as important as a superstar like Julio. I'm important. I got a question for you guys. I was, I was thinking about this Sunday afternoon. Mike Tomlin, where do yep. you rank him as head coach of the NFL? What number do you think? Are we talking about his right entire now, current, career? Current coaches right now in the league. Current coaches? Are we, but I'm saying we're including his entire career. What he's done, what he, you know, how he how he coaches right now. The 32 um, guys are out there. You could pick one guy to take your team. Where do you rate him? Honestly, one probably. Sec. Let me go down through the coaches in my head. Give me I one sec. You keep talking. Two or three. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I can't really name a whole lot of coaches that are better than him, honestly. Because um, there's a lot of younger coaches, guys like Sean McVay or Matt LaFleur or Cliff Kingsbury. Who, well, you can't, you, they may be great in their time. But right exactly. Now, I would say, they don't have a long enough career to say, yeah, he's no. better than Mike Tomlin. I would say right around five or six. Okay. I would say six if you put John Harbaugh ahead of him, five okay. if you put him ahead of Harbaugh. But those are interchangeable to so me. So who would you say so, your, your your guys ahead of him are? Um, so I had Belichick, n- yep. and not not in any certain order. Yeah, that's fine. Belichick, Pete Carroll, um, Sean McVay, Ooh. and then Andy Reid. Uh, uh, okay, I Andy Reid's a good choice. I forgot about uh, Reid. I forgot about Reid. Yeah. I'll give you that. So I would say he'd have to be top three. The only two that are in consideration are Reed 
and Belichick. Yeah, and I would to be say... honest with you, right now, I may say he's better than Belichick because Belichick has yet to really have a great season without Brady. Yeah. No, no, I, that's a lazy argument. Yeah, I, I'm that's not gonna, a lazy argument. Well, it's, you, 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 there's not enough of a sample size to say right. that. I was going to say. That's it's, why it's, I said it may, it may change. That's why I said I didn't say for right now would, it is. I would say but. probably the only guy we forgot about, and I, he he's kind of gone under the radar a lot because his teams weren't great, but as a coach he's been fantastic, I've always felt, was Bruce Arians. I think he's a very good coach, but I don't, I don't think, think he's he, no, he's top ahead of him. five. No, but I think he should be up there. I think he should be up there. That's why I, I said I, I, I think really I it's can, between I considered Sean Payton and Belichick. I considered Peyton. I considered Frank Reich. Um, those two definitely were. Yeah, I went Frank back Reich and is forth. Good. He's just too young. I went That's back and forth with those enough, two on them being better than Tomlin. I went back and yeah. forth in my mind. Stefanski, I even went back and forth uh, ah. because he's a really good coach. I didn't put him above Tomlin, but I went back and forth in my mind with those coaches because, Sean you know, Payton's a good coach, absolutely, but he's not ahead of them. I don't. But I would say Tomlin's five or six, depending on which one you put up, if you put Harbaugh above him or I, not, which those two are interchangeable. I will say the big problem is there's a lot of young coaches, so – for example, Sean McVay. I believe he is one of the best coaches in the league. I, I, I forgot mean, about Kyle Shanahan as well. He's and, really and good, I, too. I, like I forgot about Kyle coach. Shanahan. But These guys are so not bad young. coaches, but it's, you need a, more of a track record from them. But the you said is, right now. You didn't say their entire career. Well, he did. He was well, saying, because, You said right now. Like, I would Who would you choose right now? Resume, if you right. had all 32 of them in front of you, I'm going to go with what Tomlin's done throughout his career. Why I would take right. him over one of the newer guys. That doesn't mean the newer guys aren't good. They, right. They're excellent at what that's, they do. That's what I was getting at. But I think you would. Those guys I think you would have to kind of like. Um, you kind of have to put them on the same weight system because Tomlin's been doing it longer. So it's not McVeigh's fault. He hasn't done it as long. Right, that's what I'm saying. But in the short time McVeigh's done it, he's done an excellent job. Much like right, Kyle that Shanahan. Was, now. That was my point. Is Stefanski. Um, McVeigh, those are guys that are really great coaches already, but they haven't done it as long. They haven't sustained winning, which is I not mean, their fault. And when we but, have this conversation in five years, that may change. Right. You know, but today. And that's that's the point Tomlin I'm making. Does, because between Belichick and Tomlin, they are obviously the winningest coaches left because of, of longevity, wow. probably. In terms of, and I don't mean just, just physically, just games. I'm talking about Super Bowls, games, all that. All those things kind of factored in playoffs, all of that. When you put all your winning seasons, when you put all of that together, really the top three probably or top four are easily Reed, um, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, and Mike Tomlin. And it's in no particular order. It's mainly just because of longevity. Those th- those four automatically rise to the top, and I would rank them above anybody else because they have a track record. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's not anything to do against anybody else. Fan. I wanted I'm to answer. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wanted to answer some of the things that uh, John Mozik had said. He said Stefanski's too fresh to be up there. Yeah, I agree. That's right, but that's exactly but he's saying. really good so far. Kyle Shanahan's not overrated, not at all. You can't blame last year on him. I mean, we we all saw what he did with all of those injuries. Um, I can't say Kyle Shanahan's overrated. He's a fantastic coach who really has gotten a lot out of his team. I mean, look what he did when his team was fully healthy two years ago. They should have beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Flores, he, he asked where Flores is on my list. He's not there yet because he hasn't gotten to the playoffs, but much like much like Stefanski, he's he's getting there, 
and he has to take that next step. You know what I like like about Flores? I'll give Flores credit, though. He changed the culture of the the team. When they were trying to tag, he didn't allow that to happen. So I give him a lot of credit. Let me ask you this. I got a quick one. Worst head coach currently. Worst. I would say, say, hold on. I would say first-time coaches, like first-time head coaches like the Texans, don't put them on that list. Like, just can I just put because, Urban Meyer on that list? No, I was. Just, I was going to say <laughs> I really guys that want are to. really just starting in the NFL. I really their want first to. coaching gig. It's really unfair because it's only been one game for those guys. If there's a guy that let's say has coached on multiple different teams, I'm okay with that. Like if if Andy Reid sucked, but he'd been on three or four teams and he was on his fourth team and it was his first game this season, you could count that because his overall. Uh, you know, his career has not been great. So I think we have a winner. No, yeah, I, got, I got one worse. Mike uh, I want to get it. Mike, nah, McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's won a Super Bowl, so I can't Mike, say that he didn't win squat. Aaron Rodgers, he, he won a Super Bowl. And you know it. He, he did well at Green Bay, though. He, he did well, yes. He Matt Nagy has awful. done nothing in Chicago. Mike McCarthy had some success in Green Bay. Whether First you contribute that to all Rodgers or not, Mike McCarthy was a part of that. Yes. Right. So I can't put McCarthy on the list. But now I'm McCarthy now, the McCarthy now in, in 2021 and 2020, I don't believe in him at all. He's stuck no, in the mid two thousands. But you can't take last year for him when Dak went out. So you kind of got to give him a pass on that. So you got to see what they do this year. Um, and with Nagy, I still go back to the Trubisky thing when he pulled up, said it was an injury, but it wasn't an injury, and then put it back in. You know, if you, you know, it's a live uh, primetime game. If once you're playing games like that, when it's the injury report and doing different things, yeah, you just that was you lose a lot of credibility. Yeah, you know, that's, that's why I say, and then if you watch any of the Bears games, the way he calls plays. Whether it's him doing it or yeah. he allows other people to do it, he's just not a good coach. He's in over his I'm head. not going to argue. He's a terrible coach. You know who I think is – is uh, well, I, I think there are a couple coaches that are not very good coaches, I guess just to say the least. I think Zach Taylor is not a good coach. I've seen enough of Zach Taylor. Um, uh, in the couple years he's been there, I've seen enough to know guy's not a coach. He's a great, he's a great coordinator, not a coach. Vic Fangio. Not a coach. He's a great coordinator, not a head coach, not a guy cut out for that. But the worst, to answer your question, Matt Nagy, your hands down. If Adam Gase was still in the league, Adam yeah. Gase would be my answer. But well, Adam Matt Gase Nagy, would be like, you know, neck and neck. If it was a horse race, it'd be like a dead heat. But right now, Nagy sprinted ahead because Gase is looking for work. And if Nagy doesn't have a job next year, we might, and we come back to this question, we might uh, say Dan Campbell or I, I would say or, uh, or Urban Meyer. I'm giving him a little bit of time, only because last season he was basically without his quarterback the entire season. They so were still only, bad. They were still bad with. No, I know, but I'm just saying you can't entirely judge last season. Like we couldn't judge McCarthy without Dak. It's the same concept. That's but, but this is what year three or four. Told you, Mister Isaac. So so when you think about it, he's only had one full season, right? Because you know I'm I'm saying last season, yes, it counts, but I'm saying give him a, a bit of a pass, because he lost his quarterback, right? And so he's only had one other full season outside of that. I'm not disagreeing. I don't think he's a. I don't look, think he's a great look, coach. But I think this season will be l- the proof. Look at the exact, almost the same exact roster that Freddie Kitchens had no, in Cleveland. No. Remember, Kevin Stefanski took over basically the same no. exact roster that Freddie Kitchens had, 
And what did they do? They went from a joke to going to the playoffs and challenging the Chiefs in the second round and stomping the Steelers in the first round. One year under Kevin Stefanski, they did that. So I've not seen that out of Zach Taylor. I've seen nothing out of the guy. Nothing at all in the couple years. I've seen nobody like your coach is supposed to make change the culture and make the players better. Like Brian Flores clearly is doing that in Miami, like JB said. We're seeing that shift. We're not seeing that in Cincinnati. We haven't I'm seen it. I'm not saying yet. Zach Taylor is good. Where is I'm it? I'm saying I don't want to completely rule him out yet. I am it's like year three or four, and we haven't seen progression. Right, but again, the point I'm making is actually we have seen progression. What? What? Three wins? Four wins? wins? Technically, he's won more games. I'm not saying what four wins. Yeah, again, you you want to talk about progression? Technically, he's gone up. Technically, it's bad. It's really bad in Cincinnati. I don't. They beat Minnesota. Good for you. Minnesota is not going to be a good team, like I've been saying. Yeah, they're going to win six games. Listen, you you could want to talk a lot about that game. I saw a great deal of it. Minnesota played well. Uh, not Minnesota. Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati played well. They, they did I, a, I a lot of a lot. good things. They, they did a lot of good things. Um, you know, we'll see how it comes throughout the year. But getting to my next question, I'm moving off coaches. So, what was the more surprising win to you, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Tampa, or the Raiders? Did you say Tampa? Not Tampa. My bad. Um, I, the game was in Jacksonville. I'm thinking oh, okay. of, <laughs> the uh, Saints over the Packers. The Saints. Okay. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> oh, you know, I like, think with being horrible. They were horrible. <laughs> what were the options again? Hold on. Ravens and, and, and Raiders. So Raiders win. Right. Raiders, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, okay. New Orleans. Okay. Or the Bengals. Because uh, all four of them, when, before you started the week, I would not have picked any four of those teams to win. Um... And you could probably throw uh, Houston in there if you want to. <laughs> nah, I but think that I would a, have a to. I'd have to go with the Saints, and I'm saying that not because of the way that that they, rather the fact that the, that they won. It's the way that they won. They won in such convincing fashion, and it's. And I'm not even talk, forget the offense. I don't care about that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers looked literally like a piece of garbage. I mean. Tell me your stats that you told me. Right. So this is, I wanted to bring this up anyway. So I saw us on social media, and apparently if you were to take the ball as the quarterback and every single play, you don't pass it, you don't run it, all you do is take the hike and, sn- and spike the ball, your passer rating would be a 39, which is horrible. Do any of you know off the top of your head Aaron Rodgers' passer rating – from this past week, in which he did not spike the ball every single play. 38.9? Close. 36.8. Oh, wow. That's even worse. So, Aaron so, Rodgers was why, why I chose this win is exactly that. Aaron Rodgers didn't underperform. Just, you know, just have a, an off game where maybe he threw for 200 yards, a touchdown, and, and two picks. That would be an off game, but at least it's, it's, not completely horrible. It's not good, but at least he's got some yardage. He's got a touchdown at least, right? But he looks off. This wasn't that. This was the worst game I have ever seen from a quarterback probably ever other than when Nathan Peterman played for the Bills and threw like five picks. 
I don't think that I could find another game this bad. His final stat line was as follows. 15 for 28, which is a 53.57 completion percentage, 133 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions, a 36.8 QBR, and just an abysmal game, not in terms of just stats, but he just looked horrible. I mean, I know that New Orleans has a solid defense. I've, I know we've talked about that last season. They, they weren't the best. But they were a little bit above middle of the pack. I think that's fair to say. They lost a lot of pieces in the offseason. But they still look good. Yeah. So I, I would say they're a little bit above middle of the pack. So maybe. So they lost between, a guy that led the team in sacks last year. Yeah. I, I would put them <laughs> between 15 and 12 maybe. Somewhere. So a, a little bit above average. Not the best, but not you know below average. Right? They looked like Tampa did in the Super Bowl last year. I mean, just unstoppable. Stoppable. And I think the other thing that has to be pointed out, I could argue that the most efficient quarterback this week has to be Jameis Winston. Does anybody know? Do you know his stats off the top of your head? He only week? had like 148 yards. Right. But why I call him exactly? Why was he so why am I calling him the most efficient? I'm not saying he was the best because he was definitely not the best. I could find quarterbacks that were better. But when you look at what he did. 14 completions, only on 20 attempts. He threw five touchdowns so and had a 130.8 QBR. So what's important to note, Aaron Rodgers looked like garbage, and Jameis Winston, while he didn't throw a lot, he only threw 20 times. Out of every time he threw, every four passes would have been a touchdown. And if you're talking about every time that he completed a pass – is every not even a full every three so every like two points something so every three passes he completed was a touchdown so to say the most convincing or rather surprising win has to be that Rodgers looked absolutely terrible and Jameis Winston while his stats are not the greatest he was as efficient as you can be as a quarterback I mean he missed six passes but nearly threw a touchdown every like three passes that he completed I mean I I, I I know Pittsburgh was shocking. I would have picked the Bills to win that game, but man, I mean, if the Packers lost by a field goal, I would have said, all right. But they got decimated, and Aaron Rodgers didn't show up, and Jameis looked like what Aaron Rodgers should look like. JB? I don't know. I mean, it's it's a toss-up for me between the two big teams, the Ravens and Losing to the Raiders, that was shocking. That was bad. That was very bad, I admit. You know, I would not, for anything, would not have seen that coming. And Buffalo at home losing to Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh defense is is phenomenal. Of course. You know, they were, in the first half, they were handled. I mean, not that Buffalo was scoring, but they took care of them. They 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 didn't didn't get absolutely crushed by their defense. But, again, this is where I'm going to say coaching comes into play. Tomlin went in at halftime, set up the game plan for the second half, did just enough to win, to, you know, go up, go up to Buffalo, steal a huge win for them, and set them for a good spot for their division. Yeah. I would have to say Pittsburgh, you know, that's the most surprising to me. I mean, because Buffalo is a team that has serious aspirations for a title or for going to the Super Bowl. 
Their bar- obviously their barometer is going to be the Chiefs. That's their gold standard is the Chiefs and AFC. And you lay an egg at home, your home opener, start the season against the Steelers who have no offensive line. They are starting a rookie running back. Ben Roethlisberger is 39 years old. This is a team that we all thought, and I still think the Steelers are going to be middle of the road about 8-9. and nine. Still think that, but this is a team that isn't supposed to do very much. It's supposed to be a down year. And you let them walk in there. You had a lead too. You had, yeah. I believe it was like a 14 nothing lead or something like that in the game. And you right. let the Steelers come all the way back and beat you. And your offense did not look good. Now, granted, like JB said, the defense of the Steelers is really good. But you have Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs that is well, supposed on. What's, to. What's Stefan Diggs? He's, he is really there. I mean, yeah, uh, hold but, on. Wait, are, you, are you trying to say like Stefan Diggs is not really there and there's a, an a little, bit over, little bit overrated? Last year was oh, a little bit of an average. That's fine, but this would imply Stefan Diggs is not really there and it's really somebody else. So, unless you've got some wild conspiracy theory that he's not really there, we need to retract this. If we want to go into conspiracy theories, I can, but I'm good. it's going to get nice. really weird. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you had Josh wow. Allen and Stefan Diggs. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> well, supposedly the best team in the AFC. They're gonna beat the Chiefs this year, and I, you I can't do anything offensively. Second, yeah. Like, oh, you got Manuel Sanders. Everybody's hyping that up. Got Cole Beasley. Got Gabriel Davis, and you do absolutely nothing. Like that has to be the biggest shock of the weekend for me because where the Bills are supposed to go, right? You can't I, lose I, a home game. At least the at no, least the Packers lose on yeah, the road. No, at least they're not at home. Right, Bills but you have home former home, but you have you have former MVP. You have literally just coming off an MVP, and he looked like that. That's why yeah. for me it was so between. Oh yeah, the, the combination the Packers, of that it was an and Jameis Winston loss. being as efficient as he was. I mean, they ran the ball a lot, which is perfectly fine. But I'm going to say this: if this is the Saints team that we're going to see this year, it's not. I'm saying if I'm not saying they're going to be, but I'm saying if they are, they have a legitimate shot at a title. I'm not saying they're going to beat Tampa. I say they they have a shot at a title. And now this is all hinging on if this is what we see. I don't think this is going to keep up. I agree. I'm not saying it would. You've watched enough baseball. You know how hot, you know hot hitters and cold hitters work. That's Seamus Winston. That's why exactly. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Were, if it keeps up, I'm not saying it will. It's on the it's it's hinging on the fact that it could. It's just unlikely. In that event, though, they would be a serious contender. But that's my team is the Steelers. I just yeah, I, I, that, I that shocked me. I didn't, I expected the Bills to blow yeah. them out and you know yeah. come out the vengeance after losing to the Chiefs in the AFC title game, but right. they didn't. I, I have to bring this up because this may have been the best game I have ever watched in my entire life. Not because the game itself was good. Last night's game was was it was a good game. I, I would say it was fun to watch. I mean, overtime football. It had some it, it had some drama. It was exciting, but man. Please tell me at least one of you watched the Manning Brothers broadcast of Monday Night Football. Best thing the NFL ever did. I think that it's was boring. Boring. Yeah, I think it's the most boring. I don't want to talk to you right now because that was, if you didn't watch it, that was one of the best broadcasts I have ever seen. 
Russell Wilson. I watched Travis like the Kelsey, two minutes, Charles the last Barkley. like two or three minutes. Uh, oh, like they showed a clip of those two and Russell stuff. Wilson talking. I don't want it. He missed the fun stuff. Yeah, the mean, game winner. They had zero excitement. They're just like, oh, he scored a touchdown in this game. You missed it's, it. Because Peyton not, but, freaked out the original time that they thought that they had won. On the first play, Peyton was like, oh, boring. my God. They were all so excited. Boring. Oh, John. Eli yeah, Manning is as exciting you, on that show as he was as a quarterback listen, in I, the NFL. I can see how much I'm going to learn wild. this year watching Monday Night Football. That it's must see TV. I haven't seen must see I TV mean, since NBC on Thursday nights years ago, back when I told the friends were on. So it might know. be the most I mean, boring commentators I've ever heard in my life. And I, I've only heard about two or three minutes point. of it. I mean, this may be one of the greatest things I have ever seen. Peyton Manning and how about, put on and how about a Ravens Eli helmet. Going, it was, and, and, and how about and, Eli going off on his forehead? On exactly, forehead. right? I kind of think that, making, that, that he looks he stupid with that jazz. Ravens hat. He was taking jabs. He goes, oh, I'm surprised I don't have an extra, extra large helmet for you, Peyton. Like, that's funny. I'm not saying they called the game well. I don't care about that. They were so entertaining to watch because the banter between Eli and Peyton. Eli has got this dry, witty humor, and Peyton's just this serious guy, and he breaks down. He's funny. He's actually funny with Eli, and their combination was fantastic. It's watching two brothers go at it, and it's hilarious. Yeah. And I have to be honest, Eli is actually a decent commentator. He's not great. I'm not calling him the best. He's decent. He's I would call him average. But I think Peyton, I'd rather watch paint dry than listen to them Peyton too. Has the most one of the most incredible football IQs I have ever seen, and it's amazing to watch him analyze the game. And him and Eli are just fun together. I mean, yeah. if you didn't enjoy that game, I, I don't know what you you watched the like the last two minutes. You said, I mean, it was so amazing. I think it takes away from. What Steve Levy and Lou Riddick and Brian Greasy are trying to accomplish. Different, different very different. Of, different but I know that, but I think it takes away because from what they're what, trying to accomplish. Steve Levy, watching the game on ESPN regular with the announcing crew, great great announcing crew. I love Steve it's Levy. It's great, and their analysis is fantastic. But, but you're not going to learn the things that you're going to learn from two Super Bowl quarterbacks. And, and a I think Faber, they, and a I guy who should be in the Hall of Fame. The best thing that they do, in all seriousness, they bring in a new audience. So the Monday Night Football broadcast that you're talking about with, with Riddick and Levy and those guys, right? The the, the real hardcore stuff, if you I will. think you're the, doing a disservice to them no, by on, bringing in on, a on, new hold team. On, hold on. First of all, we were on a call with ESPN, so you know this. And you know for I a know. fact that they said they were okay with it. They got their per- they they were informed. Of course, of course they're going to say. What are they going to say? Well, no. They got the, it if they want to. They I'm not saying no, that. They'd be, right, they'd be gone. All right. Besides the point, they had though. no choice. Naive, but, Come on. But, 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 okay. Uh, just say, for example, stop. Say I owned Sideline Sports. Say say it wasn't the three of us. It was just me. But say it was just me. It was it was JB's sideline sports, not the three of us, right? <laughs> Sounds like a bar. And I said, I'm, I'm giving Jacob a show, and it's oh, going to air directly opposite us. Are you guys okay with that? You're not going to say no because you want to you want to you know keep what you have. Yeah. So I, you I don't be that naive. No, but, I understand. But what I was going to say is, for the hardcore fan like us, if we want to watch true analysis, that's what they're great for, right? It's it's fantastic. 
to have, you know, the, the true analysis from Riddick and Levy and, and the whole crew, right? But what if you're a passive observer? Like, perfect example. One of my friends here at school, not big into football, right? Doesn't watch football like the rest of us do. He just came in the room, hung out, saw that broadcast on, and like that, he loved it. He wanted to watch. So the thing that they bring that is so vital for ESPN is not only it's two broadcasts. It's their names. But it's, it's, no, it's not that. It's two different types of audiences. For the regular broadcast, you get the, the guys that want the true analysis, right? For people that are more passive observers of the game, that are not as into it or they're trying to get into it, right? Eli and Peyton are the perfect combination based on yeah. how they do it. Because it allows someone to go enjoy the game. Deep. What? Their analysis though was pretty. Oh, deep. absolutely! But they they're, more, they're like, having more fun with it. They're not yeah. taking oh, every moment super that. serious. Right. So it's perfect for someone that doesn't watch the game a lot. Of course, they're they having fun with the it. Game. They don't have. They don't have to worry about losing their jobs like a Levy or Luritic or anybody like that does. It's perfect because someone that doesn't watch the game often, if they turn that on. They may enjoy watching the game more, and ESPN pulling in ratings for the game no matter what. They don't care which one's pulling it. It doesn't mean anything. But it's going to uh, bring this new audience in for people that don't watch the game as much, and they or they like Eli, or they like Peyton, or they want to see what it's like, or they they hear the hype around the, it. And it's, it's that's awesome. the game I uh, loved it. Listen, Jake, you know we're Giant fans. I heard Eli more last night than all the years he was playing quarterback <laughs> for our team. So. How many yeah, interviews did he do in his career? Like three? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's just scary. The poor guy just doesn't speak, but whatever. But he last night, two Super Bowls for me. But, but, I mean, I, and I got to be honest, he really is very intelligent. And I learned that. Oh, yeah. Night. Because you listen to him speak, and John, I don't care if you liked it or not. Never know by the Manning face. Hey, he was funny, <laughs> but he was really intelligent. I mean, he was, I mean, I know it's going to sound funny, but this was a great example. Russ, Russell Wilson was on the uh, on the screen with them. Me too, John. And, Me too. You know what? It's all right. It's fine. I was Never. enjoying myself. It was one of the best things I've ever watched. Um, I was watching him, and Russell Wilson's like, all right, Eli, what do you think they're going to do? And he just kept calling cover zero, cover zero, cover zero. And obviously he was right, but it was – and he was, you know, making light of it. But Eli knows the game so well. You know, everybody loves – when Tony Romo is like, I know the play. I know the play. I know the play. I don't love it. Sometimes people, I'm like, a lot of people, sometimes really like it's a people bit really, I'm not talking about just us, but there are a lot of people that watch yeah. that and say, I love how incredible, you know, sometimes can Romo can be a bit much. Sometimes. I don't disagree. Yeah. But a lot of people really enjoy that. He knows what's going to happen. Eli and Peyton could do the same exact thing and they did it. And it was amazing. And I know you didn't like it, but John, it was genius. And they were so fun together. I mean, the verbal jab that they had going back and forth, it was amazing. I I, I, I wrote some of the stuff down and I'll have to, to try and find it. But it was, I mean, it was great. It was, you, you couldn't, you couldn't have found anything better. I'm sorry. There's some breaking news, guys. Uh, Super Bowl 21, the Giants beat the Broncos 39 to 20. You can have oh, your opening man. day win. Just it. <laughs> I think Ugh. I'm keeping that up for the rest of the show. I'm cool with it. <laughs> no. wow. I, I think on behalf of, of John Mizek, <laughs> you are out of order. Even though I like it. 
you might be out of order. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a great tweet. Sean O'Hara, former teammate of Eli Manning. This was great. I love this tweet because I think anybody that didn't see it, this is how I describe it. The new Eli and Peyton show on Monday Night Football is pure comedy. It's like the movie Step Brothers and Monday Night Football in a blender. Keeping tabs on the brotherly jabs and Eli leading at the half. How great is that? I mean, well, well, it, it's well. so fun to read that because he's right. It is two brothers, like stepbrothers, combined with football. It's it's it, You can't beat it. I, I loved just, it. I get, I get the reason you don't like it, Chug. It, it takes know. away from the, the actual football game for me. I, I didn't so know don't if watch it was going to work until I watched it. I, when I watched it, I saw what they were doing. They, they actually broke down the game in a different way. They broke it down so I could see it as an NFL quarterback. I haven't had a chance to watch a game with an NFL quarterback till last night. So that was my first time doing it. I got two, a Hall of Famer and a guy that's going to be in the Hall of Fame. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. Uh, Jake has all the stats for that. We, we won't argue that. We've discussed so, this According to my team name, Eli's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and according so, to your team, uh, you're not winning a championship, so I don't really care. Anyway, so, moving you on. never know. Moving on. So, I mean, they just brought a different perspective. Then, of course, they brought in different uh, superstars and different Absolutely. athletes. I thought I thought it was well done. I mean, I understand, you know, the difference between watching a game with regular announcers, but you know what? It's Monday Night Football. I can see the announcer Sunday. It's, it was know? it was really it was fantastic. I mean, I, I liked it. I, I wish they would it. do every game. I wish that uh, you know what? See, Let them do thing, every then, game. Then ESP will do more of that, and it takes away from the the aura of what Monday Night Football is supposed to be. It takes okay, away from so the the historic. Question. If we were doing that for MLB, who would we want to do it? But th- but it's different when it's Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football is like w- like WWE Monday Night Raw. There's just now I know WWE sucks now, but there's just something or so supposed to be something special about Monday Night Football. There's just something special, and now there is something special about Sunday Night Football. Yeah, there's just something special. Would you it's want the Mannings to come now. in? Would you want the Manning? But there's something special about Sunday and Monday Night Football. They each have created their own brand, their own. And so is so is the Thursday Manning Night Football is not is. even close, not even close to the other two. But I don't know. I just wouldn't want the Mannings to come in and do this on a, on Sunday night. While Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth are doing their thing, like it takes away from what they're doing. Right, and I think it's disrespectful it's to disrespectful. the people that are doing their job and trying it's to not. make their imprint. It's not. It's 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 business. That's what it is. I don't, I don't like it. In. Well, you don't have to like it because nope. everybody else seems to love it. Listen, the Nickelodeon game was not for me. Great, another great did thing. It the work? NFL did. Absolutely. I thought that was really great. They found a way to make the game relatable to children. I, I didn't see any reason. It seems that the Mannings have done the same thing. <laughs> wow, Judd! If we if we were Thank playing you. around the horn, you'd be out already. You're out of order, sir. Look, you may not like it, but it was it was a very smart move. ESPN's genius for doing that. I mean, I don't think you could possibly argue that it wasn't a good move. I so did. Last, last question: How is it not a good NFL? move, though? It's How boring it to you. But these, snooze fest. Well, is your opinion the only one that matters? Yes. Have you no. not learned this? <laughs> I don't want to hear it. JB, what were you going to say? 
So last NFL question, I'm going to use Debbie's question. After week one, who was the most impressive quarterback? Um, I'll let John take this one first. I'll let, I'll let John. Uh, there's a lot of impressive NFL quarterbacks. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there was a lot. Tom Brady was impressive. Dak played really well, surprisingly. Joe Burrow surprisingly played really well. I didn't expect that off of the ACL injury and the MCL injury, you know, less than a year removed from that. Uh, so there's just a lot of, a lot of good quarterback play. I think from, uh, from around the league, James obviously played well. Russell Wilson's a guy we don't talk. We haven't talked about it all tonight. He played really well against a really good Colts defense on the road. And he went and beat that team handily. Um, that's that's somebody we really haven't mentioned. So don't think it's going to be a good team, but it's all said and done. I it's a fantastic what, defense, so I can't take anything away from them. I know the team. Excuse me. I know the quarterback JB is probably thinking of, and I think we're hopefully thinking of the same guy. And I'm going to say there were a lot of great quarterbacks. So Matt Stafford, uh, John Isaac really was well. mentioning him in the comments. John Isaac, you're right. He was great. Matt Stafford played yeah. really well. I think Jared Goff even played really well. I understand yeah. majority of his game wasn't great, but, he, but his final stat line was fantastic. He played really well at the end of the game. He picked it up. But there was one quarterback to me that stood above the rest by a long shot. And, JB, you're going to love it. Kyler Murray, easily number one quarterback, in my opinion, this M- week. MVP. He shredded the Titans. And M- I, 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 I understand their defense is not the best. I'm not arguing that. But I'm simply going to say Kyler Murray looked phenomenal out there. He looked poised. He looked confident. MVP. He, he just he just he knew the game and he played it perfectly this week. So for me, Kyler Murray, number one quarterback. He impressed gonna, the heck out of me. I'm going to say this he's... now: Kyler Murray will get more MVP votes than Russell Wilson this year. Which is right, fair. Hold, hold on, JB. Hold on. Hold on. Consider Russell. You're I'm saying that, but. But hold on, Russell Wilson doesn't have an MVP vote, period, ever. Right, so, exactly. So to say that is a little bit unfair. It's not like you said, oh, he's going to get more than Tom Brady or Dak Prescott. Okay, that's different. Why? Because people are going to vote for them probably regardless because Dak is a good quarterback whether I like it or not. But there's also Cowboys fans that are always going to just be like, ah, he's got to be it, whatever. Kyler Murray versus Russell Wilson – it's just Russell Wilson doesn't get the respect he deserves ever, no matter what. And how about the sophomore quarterbacks this week? Undefeated. Herbert struggled. Undefeated, though. All that matters is you get the W. He went against the great defense. The Washington D is one of the elite defenses of the league. They are. They are. Uh, He's right. We'll see what he does this week against the Cowboys. The Cowboys, who I'll be. Yeah, you're defending the Cowboys. I'll be representing hey. the, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, on did the you know that, Jake? Thursday at 7. JB will be six. defending his Cowboys. Sorry about that. Uh, JB, I do this because I, I am your friend. I am your co-host, and I care about you. You are so out of order, it is not even. I just you. want JB I, on I, Thursday. Just I, say once, how about them I, Cowboys? Please I, just say it once I on know, Thursday. Hold on. I know it's for the show, and I get it. I understand it. Listen, Dude, a good journalist can cover any team. 
I don't care. I just want one. How about them Cowboys out of JB? That's all I want. On I Thursday. would like that. That would make me happy. <laughs> but, I would really listen, appreciate hearing that. Listen, what's what's say my fantasy team? Zeke and destroy. So let's go. <laughs> but that's not how about them Cowboys. No, I can't go that far. But I, I will say <laughs> oh, that you, you're going to have to. You're going to have to. But I yeah. So all right. Anything else in the NFL you guys want to talk about? Any uh, uh so most are I mean, out. Um, Fitzpatrick's out. Fitzpatrick's out. That's a big loss. Yeah. Yeah. That now the Giants big game Thursday yeah. night against Washington. They got to show up and win. Daniel Jones, another wasted draft pick. You know, he's the last thing I got to talk about. Um, Daniel Jones might be one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever watched. <laughs> and no, and I and I have stats to prove why I say he's that. That's a CC ghost. Well, no, not quite. But at least <laughs> Sam Darnold can win. And he proved that this week. At least he won a game. I beat the Jets. That's not saying he proved he can won win. A, he won a game. It doesn't matter. We played the Broncos. It's not. They're not a great team either. Oh, that's but, a shot fired at John Muzz. But here is why I say that. Dale Jones, do you know? I, let me ask this question. Do either of you know how many fumbles he has in his career and how many games he's played by chance? Just curious. 30 and 28 games. 30 and 28 games, if I'm correct. I, I Absolutely right, sir. I kind of in, in 2019. He led the league with 18 fumbles. In 2020, he also led the league with 11. He, he had 11. I believe he had 11 touchdowns last year. Started and the entire season, I, and I, he had I, 11 passing I, I, touchdowns. I could look that up. I don't know. But yeah. I want to do this first. And then he lost a fumble already this season. That's 30 fumbles in 28 games. He is the second fastest player since fumbles were tracked in 1994. To hit 30 career fumbles. That is pathetic. And if that wasn't bad enough, hold on. That was also not only his 30th fumble, it was also his 40th turnover, period. He has turned the ball over 40 times in 28 games. That is over one turnover per game. It's also over one fumble per game based on that average, not by a lot, but it is. He is a turnover machine. So Drew Locke lost his job, but Daniel Jones has his. Exactly. Look, I have tried to defend Daniel Jones. I have tried and I have tried and I have tried. But this is just ridiculous. Okay, You do realize there's no no quarterback next year that right now on any radar that that should be one of the top picks. So we're going to have two top 10 picks probably because I don't think the Bears are going anywhere. And we're certainly not. Uh, we can't even score points against the Broncos. That was nope. disgusting. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about how bad that was. You let Melvin Gordon run all over you. 70-yard yeah. touchdown, I believe. Well, listen, I told you the defense was going to regress. And that's fine. But to be fair, they were on the field basically the entire game because the offense is complete and utter garbage. Um, and John, to answer your question from before, yeah, he had 11 passing touchdowns last year. Yeah, that's embarrassing. You played 16 games and you have 11 passing touchdowns. Actually, he played 14, but 14, it, but yeah, that doesn't make it any better. Uh, he, <laughs> hey, this good. day and age, you throw 11 touchdowns when you've been in the league for a couple of years now. Just not look, good. Listen. And I know Listen, there are some, I, there are some know, major changes we need to make. Yes. I know I said at the beginning of the season, oh, it's a make or break year for Daniel Jones. 
I didn't expect him to fumble and play like this in the first game. If he fumbled, but at least put points on the board, I'd be less harsh. I'd be more forgiving. I, I'd say, fine, all right. I wasn't ecstatic with his play, but he put some points on the board for us. He put nothing. He put seven points on the board <laughs> until the last play where he got a stupid touchdown. I mean, abs- it meant literally nothing. It couldn't have meant, meant less if he tried. It was already completely over. He just ran it in for a touchdown. It was garbage time. It, 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 irrelevant. So I don't even count that touchdown. He scored one the touchdown. One touchdown. Two moves the Giants need to make immediately. Fire Dave Gettleman. Bye-bye. And start figuring out who's playing quarterback next year because this year is already in the toilet. Yeah, honestly. That that is for everybody against the Bears. Is Joe Judge on on his way out too? Not yet. He he actually, from what I've read and seen, he get players want to come for free agency and meet with the team. They're excited with him. Players want to play for him. He has the right attitude. We'll see how it translates right now. I think Gettleman's more of the problem. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's like John um, Gruden. His ego is gigantic. But I, I, I want to pose this question about the Giants. And I mean this seriously. Because this season is basically already over. I mean, <laughs> but I, yeah, Daniel Jones proved he's not a competent, capable quarterback. I'm, At I'm, least you paid Kenny Galladay a lot of money. So my question is, the Giants need a quarterback. In all seriousness, Cam Newton. I'm not saying it's going to make everything better. not arguing it's going to make it all better. Do we just consider, even if it's a backup role, do we bring him on? No. Seriously. I mean, this team can't get any worse. There was talk about that when he first got cut. I think it's a great move because – Daniel Jones can move. Maybe Cam could coach him on the sidelines and teach him, and maybe that. That's what I'm hoping. Cam doesn't want that. Cam wants to be a starter. Uh, Listen, Cam can want whatever he wants. I'm just asking from the Giants' perspective: Is it a good idea? That's all I'm saying. I'm asking if you're looking at, uh, you know, if you're looking from the Giants' perspective at Cam Newton, your honest thoughts, because I, in all seriousness. I don't think it's the worst move. I don't think Gettleman. I, love and, it. I don't think Gettleman and Newton will reunite after what he did to Newton. I do not see it. I'm I'm just asking from the perspective of the Giants. If you're just looking purely at the situation and the statistics, what do you think? And I think the answer no. is it's not a bad idea. It's it's not the worst idea. I mean, like I said, you can't get any worse than what you are now. We stink. Yeah, old so, Dave Gettleman says, "Hold my beer." <laughs> right? I mean... I think Daniel Jones is going to start until Dave Gettleman's gone because he has such a big ego and he wants to flex so much about his draft picks that his guys are going to play until he's gone. That's how yeah, big of an ego this guy has. I, I want to point this out too because it just further proves that Dave Gettleman is a, a, a terrible uh, GM because if if he if he sits his guy that he drafted that he flexed about yeah. drafting Daniel Jones that to, that says that he is admitting he was wrong and that's something he do, he won't do. Yeah. Dave Gettleman will never say he was wrong. So never. this is this is what I want to say. So last year 
in the 2019-2020 draft, the NFL draft, the Giants passed up on Tristan Wirfs. And I said that was a mistake then. I continue to say it's a mistake because Tristan Wirfs is an incredible, incredible oh, yeah. offensive line. One of the best. And, and even the year before yeah, he was that, great at- when Saquon was drafted, Quentin Nelson, I believe we passed, we did pass on him because he got. I think Cole selected him at four. If I, yes. I, I, yeah. I believe it. Was, yep. So that's two years. This is the third year in a row. At six, it, actually, it, at six, because the Browns selected Denzel Ward at four. Okay, but I, they had two you, draft I, picks. I knew it was after the Giants. Yeah. So for the third straight year, and it, so a seemingly incredible offensive lineman has gone by them. Yep. Because this year, we got to see Rashawn Slater who I didn't know, I looked up, of course, I couldn't remember, was the 13th overall pick to the Chargers. The Giants, if you remember. Great pick. If you remember, the Giants had the pick before that. I believe we had the 10th pick, and then we traded it to the Bears, right? 11th. 11th, okay. But regardless, it was before them, and we could have gotten Rashawn Slater. We ended up with the 20th pick and got Kadarius Toney, who I still (laughs) don't like. But I digress. Rashawn Slater played his very first week this week. His first game against Washington, he had to play some tough guys on that Washington yeah. defense. Montez Sweat, Chase Young, it, it's it, and and those are just two of the guys that I'm sure he went up against. Jonathan Allen. It's it's a tough it's a tough defense in general. Do you know what his stats were this week by chance? He played 49 blocking pass blocking snaps. In 49 snaps, he allowed zero sacks, zero hits allowed, zero pressures allowed, zero hurries allowed. My point stands for three straight years. Giants have screwed up this draft. I understand you let Saquon go. Or excuse me, you let uh, Quentin Nelson go and you get Saquon. Fine. I understood the move then. I still understand it now. Then you let Tristan Wirfs go. I don't get that one still. I'm still yet to understand that. This year, we trade back to get Kadarius Toney. We would have gotten a receiver regardless, it seems. And we let Rashawn Slater go. Dave Gettleman is one of the current worst GMs, if not the worst currently. Because I'm sorry, you have left. How many years? Fully, uh, How many years has the line been the problem? Oh, every year. For, for more than I can count. Right. And, exactly. And, but I'm, and I'm using, I understand this is a little bit of hindsight. But to be fair, I knew. Quentin Nelson was good. Everybody knew he was incredible. Yeah. Everybody knew Tristan Wirfs was also incredible. Everybody also knew Rashawn Slater was incredible. And so far, all three is pro- you know have started to prove that, right? The Giants passed on all three. I'm not saying you had to draft all three. Just draft one. Just one of the three. And in three of those drafts, we didn't. Why? Beyond me. This he does, he. I mean, how can you draft Daniel Jones and not try and protect him and that's through what the I'm draft? And the, and they I mean, signed guys on free agency. I mean, traded for are, guys have been abysmal. Overpaid guys in free agency that have been terrible. His I mean, evaluation's not good. Of line. I mean, you drafted Andrew Thomas in 2020, and and. You you basically let Tristan Wirfs drop all the way down to thirteen. I mean, I, 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 even if you got Jedrick Wills, I would have been okay with that. But you reached on Andrew Thomas, and he's not good. 
I just, to me, it is mind-boggling that oh, it's not. I shouldn't say that. I'm not surprised knowing Dave Gettleman, but it's <laughs> it it's something I'll never quite understand how you let players drop like that. And it just further, you know, we talk about oh, he's the worst. Well, yeah, because he does that. I, I mean, if if this year alone you just drafted Rashawn Slater, okay, I'm happy. Because you addressed a legitimate issue. Yep. Receiver was not the problem between yeah. Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, and now Kenny Galladay. I was perfectly happy with that as our receiving core. Like, yeah, how can you be upset? That's a, right. that's a good receiving core. You got Kenny Galladay, who's a fantastic you know, receiver. Yeah. He's a, I'm happy with him as a number one. Sterling Shepard, I think, is a, a good slot receiver. He's got he's got some Real ability, you know, some real talent there, and he can play off of the slot. But he, he, that's primarily what he does. And you have your speed guy. You have you know your your deep route, your, your Tyree kill, if you will. And that's the role that Darius Slayton can play. Your your speedy guy that's going to blow past everybody and get you those big explosive plays. You've got all three. What does Kadarius Tony bring uh, to the table that they don't have? He's a gadget player. I, I don't really care. It's it, the gadget players I kind of want. How many, how many really like good Taysom receivers Hill. do you need? Yeah. I, I want guys like Taysom Hill as my gadget player because he's a legit player that plays every position. Tony's going to play wide receiver, throw him at the running back every now and again as a, you know, as a, a different tailback, but it, it, it's not, he's not the actual running back. It's yeah. Be, he's he's not gonna, a he's big gonna go, guy. He's going to get a pitch. <laughs> you're going to pitch it to him. And that's going to be, or it, it's something to that effect. He's not going to actually be, a legit running back. So why did you draft him? I don't, I don't get it. And if you, if you went and drafted Devonta Smith, who was linked to us, I would still be upset, but I'd be a little bit less because at least he's good. Yeah. At least he's got some talent. Totally you want to hide there like the, the, the second or third round. I mean, yep. He was, he wasn't going anywhere and they wasted yep. it. It, it, it it's, okay. a, and, yeah. I, I, I just, I have I'm to gonna... rant because it's, I'm going to tell you what what just happened, and I'm sorry. Jake, you were talking all this about Dave Gettleman. I just spaced out. I've been watching the 86 uh, Mets thing (laughs) on ESPN. You know, I I hate the Mets, but the 86 Mets were a fun team. They were. And and Dave Gettleman is the worst. There's really no – listen, you can go on and on with reasons why he's horrible. You know, there's nothing more that I can say except he's just not good at his job. You're right. I, we should, I, I need to get that off my chest because I was thinking about today when I saw that thing about Rashawn Slater. And all I'm thinking is, you know, he wasn't the first guy that so, he passed on. So think about this. <laughs> think about this. You could have Quentin Nelson, Tristan Wirfs, and Rashawn Slater all in the same line in New York right now. Technically. Think yes. about that. Think about that. If somehow we landed in the exact same spot all three years, you could have those three yeah. guys. Yeah. That's insane. And we could I mean, have heck, Wayne, you could have, have the Gallman first as two running, guys. Could have kept Wayne Gallman as your running back, and he would have been perfectly fine. I bet yeah. with that with that offensive line, it wouldn't have mattered. You 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 don't need a like I said before. You no. don't need a star running back to win a Super Bowl. Look not at the like Kansas that. City I mean, Chiefs. No, not you don't need not, a star running. Back. Not with an offensive line like that. No, no, of course not. And you could have got those two guys. And then this year, what are you at eleven? If you wanted to jump up to seven, where the Lions were, and take Penny Sewell, that's only four spots. You could have done that too, theoretically. Sure that's not that far of a jump. Sure you could have had Sewell, Tristan Wirfs, and Quentin Nelson all on the same damn line. 
And then guess what? Nobody's touching that. Probably going to be a Hall of Fame offensive line if those three stay healthy in their careers. So it's just insane, man. And, and, And like I said, even if they just chose to draft one of them, not all three, just one, because one year they get, let's say, Quentin Nelson, and then the next year they move up a spot. You know, they, they, they move up in the draft, so maybe they can't get Tristan Wirfs, you know, and they don't trade down to get whatever. You just get one of the three. It would be a big help. It would be a huge help. Because if you have an okay rest of the line, but one great player, it always elevates the rest of the team. That's how that – that's how that's going to work. It's going to happen inevitably. He's going to help make the other players better. And we don't have anything. We have nothing. We have John, wasted talent. John Mizek, Dolphins were at six. The Lions took Sewell at seven. So and it was a great yes, play. The, the Giants would have just had to jump up four spots to Not seven. They didn't where the Lions the were. They and, could have still gotten. Yeah, they could have got Slater. But I'm no, saying if they wanted Sewell. I would have been, fine with, that. Have, I would have been yeah. fine with that. I like that we're getting draft capital. But we need to start drafting off. He need to do something with it. Right. We're wasting picks. I mean, look, I'm no, no expert, but I'm not, I'm not <sighs> dumb. I, I, I can do enough work in you, my head and say, if, huh, if, it might be a good idea to fix our biggest blaring issue. If I give you a million dollars, you know, you're going to say you're rich. It's great. But if you uh, take that million dollars in a briefcase and start dumping it, dumping it in the sewer. Yeah. Doesn't really do you much good, does it? No, it Absolutely doesn't. Not. You're right. With all this giant topic, it just it depresses me. It's a giant issue. Yeah, that was funny. That it is. That was good. Good use of words, John. By the way, if you guys haven't had a chance to read John's articles, um, you know, ESPN thirteen forty or Fox Sports thirteen forty. <laughs> yeah, I'm on ESPN. Uh, he wishes he was on ESPN probably a little bit. <laughs> no, I love uh, Fox it. more. Fox is my home. Yeah, it's been fanatic. Definitely some great articles. Just um, one out today, didn't you? You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my Definitely Miami Dolphins article. There you go. It's going to be a big season for you now. Now that now that you're with Fin Fanatic, things are starting up. Obviously, it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting. I'm I'm excited. I got a lot on my uh, on my plate. And sideline sports, the most important place with the most important face, of course. Oh. <laughs> now he's just throwing news. it in at times. I'm not expecting it. Listen, a lot of good news coming out from the show soon. I hear next week we should have an announcement. Oh, maybe. Oh, we we'll do. Do we? We'll see. We'll see. There's always announcements up always. in here. Um, yeah, Fox uh, Silent Sports is always doing big things. So if you're not if you're not here, well, then you're missing out. You're all going to make me lose my mind up in here, <laughs> up in here. Oh, please. Stop. This is better than Peyton and Eli. This is better than all that. No, no. This is I the think best would, show I ever. Think, I think we would have a better ESPN telecast for Monday Night Football. I and think I, we but would. I love, I love Eli and Peyton. I thought that was great. Uh, that was great. Um, all right, so we've talked Thank a lot you, of football. I mean, I know a lot of the other sports are relatively quiet. Is there anything – any other stories you wanted to talk about? I mean, I, I know it's going to be a lot of football stuff the so, coming no, weeks, but that's everything I have for tonight. But if you have yeah. more JB or Jake, please go on. Yeah, I don't have anything. So, so tonight, uh, earlier today in the NBA, uh, little yeah. uh, John Wall um, and the Rockets agree that. that they're going to work on a trade together uh, to find a suitable partner for them. Lakers. Uh, 
Gosh, Lakers are, no, Lakers are Nets. Why? Only because uh, everybody is everybody else saying it. Exactly. It's you might as well. Just everybody's going there. I mean, makes NBA so boring. Oh, I mean, you know that that's the only NBA thing that uh, I'm looking to talk about today. Uh, uh, Norm McDonald passed away. That's oh gosh, that, that broke my heart today. I, I saw that. I was quite sad to see that. that. Ruined my day. Uh, Norm was a great guy. Yeah. Um, college football. College oh, didn't football. Uh, hold on. Um, yes. Oh, somebody got an extension today in the NBA. Oh, um, I saw it too. Gordon. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh, hold on. I'm pulling it up. Aaron Gordon, four years, ninety-two million with the Nuggets. I I knew there was something. Um, I just I had to I had to find it. Jordan will be very. Jordan's very happy about that. Him and his Nuggets. Yeah. Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> yes, Chicken Nuggets. Chicken Nuggets sound good. Don't don't start me on that. I haven't had Chick Fil A in a while, by the way. So Ooh, it's Chick-fil-A's it's been good. way I too don't, long. I don't like Chick Fil A Nuggets. I'm what? Sorry. What? I like Ch- Get him out of here. He's out of order. I didn't want to hear that because Chick Fil A is out is of order. I mean, incredible. that's heavenly. Like that is like what? That's what probably God and Jesus. Chick Fil A has the greatest sandwiches, but their nuggets just don't work for me. Their sandwiches up in are heaven, you know that that's what they order at that when they go to Chick Fil A up there. That's like, why they're. That's why they don't work on Sundays. Exactly, because <laughs> we cracked the code. We cracked the code. This is the Da Vinci Code stuff up in here. Why are they not working on Sundays? Because they're serving heaven. Yes. They're, well, speaking they're, of heaven, touchdown Jesus. Got to go to Notre Dame Saturday. Yes, Notre Dame that in was trouble, awesome. guys. That was awesome, yeah. Tell they, us about your experience because I, I didn't get to okay. hear about it yet. First, yeah. first of all, if you if you love college football, take the trek to Notre Dame. Probably one of the <laughs> nicest stadiums I've ever seen. Been to Yankee Stadium, Fenway, Wrigley, Dodger Stadium. I love that, that comment that so much. <laughs> <laughs> But you gotta you gotta make the trek there. What a gorgeous stadium! It looks a lot smaller in real life. The the helmets do they shine? The the gold yeah. the golden domes they are much shinier than they look on TV. Notre Dame is in trouble though. Their offensive line is horrible. Worse they than the Giants. Not, it could be like the Triple A <laughs> Giants. That's how bad. Oh, they that's are. that's refreshing. Did that you get to touch hard. the play like a champion sign? No, I did not. I was quite disappointed. Um, you know, a lot of fun, great stadium, uh, great people there. Um, beautiful campus. Uh, I definitely can't wait to go back. I look forward to it. Uh, but they're in trouble. You know, other couple other big games, Penn State won this week. Um, another big victory. Uh, the biggest game of the week, though, Oregon coming east, taking out Ohio State. Overrated, Ohio State. Uh, that's big implications for the the uh, whatever you want to call it, the NCAA joke. Because it's not really a playoff. Don't you worry. In four days, there'll be upset alert when the when the Gators take down Bama. Don't you God, worry. From your mouth to God's ears, because we don't like to, Bama. God loves Chick Fil A. Remember yes, that. He does. He does. <laughs> now the question is, does he like Polynesian sauce? No, Chick Fil A sauce is the best. Come on. No. Stop. Yes, it is the best. Do you, what, you like it more than Polynesian? Yes. Polynesian is my number two. Okay. I was going to say, at least you love, at least oh, you it's lo- great. know how great it is. 
JB, right. you haven't spoke. There, you haven't spoke Fav- on favorite this. Favorite menu item. I'm curious. Hold on, first, JB, do you like Polynesian sauce? Polynesian loves that okay. too. Okay, good. Okay. good. I had to make sure it. because we need to stay friends. I mean, if you don't like Polynesian <laughs> sauce, if you don't like it, just we can't be out. friends. <laughs> I, I, you're lucky. I still talk to you after the whole thing. That's all I'm gonna say. You're not allowed to. You're right. Ready. I mean, hockey pucks. Man. You said you don't like Chick Fil A nuggets. That's worse. No, it's not. Who doesn't like Chick-fil-A nuggets? No, I've never been anybody in my life. Vegetarians Me. like Chick-fil-A nuggets. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite menu item, though, John? I mean, it has classic. It has to be the Chick-fil-A sandwich, the crispy. Which one? Spicy the, or regular? The regular. I like how crispy it is. I'm, a spicy, I'm not a spicy I'm a, guy. I'm a spicy chicken sandwich, but I love them I, both. I do I just think like it tastes flavor. good. I just don't like spicy as much. So. I, no, I'm wrong with that. And I, I take the pickle sandwich. off. I don't like the pickle. <laughs> that disappointed me. I was just going to say, oh, and the pickle just adds it a It takes away salt. from the flavor of my no, sandwich, and it makes it no, soggy no, no. right in the middle. Oh, it does. Oh. I don't like that. Chick-fil-A for a second. Uh, wow. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to pretend I didn't read what I read. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yikes. So. Big up to the second-rate team from the second-rate city. The Giants have made the playoffs, the first team in baseball to clinch this year. Oh, I'm like, uh, I, I heard Giants, and I'm like, yeah, what about the New York Giants? We, suck, I, I know. we I discussed this to, enough already. I know. I have to ask, who has yeah. the best fast food fries? Counting Chick-fil-A, if you want to add them, because that's fast food. Chick-fil-A. McDonald's. Chick-fil-A. Their waffle fries If you're talking are, about strictly no. fries, like not yeah. waffle fries. Well, waffle fries, fries are fries. No, but I'm McDonald's talking about regular, regular fries. No, regular any fries, fries count. Curly no, fries I know, but I'm count. saying if you're saying regular fries only, then I agree with No, 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 all way. fries. Five I, guys fries. That counts as fast food I'm for me. I'm saying if you were excluding special fries, I would say McDonald's is one. But I'm saying we are including it, so obviously Chick-fil-A is number one. So I'm just giving credit to JB that, like, yes, I agree. They are incredible. I just put them at my number two because Chick-fil-A is special. The last couple of years, oh. my power rankings, Wendy's fries have dropped. They've dropped out of my Wendy's- top five. Wendy's has gone downhill over the last yep. few years. Everything about Wendy's has gone downhill, yep. and it makes me sad because I love Wendy's. Loved Wendy's. Ooh, ouch. Yeah, I used it to used love to their be. nuggets and their burgers, but now I'm disappointed every time I go there. Besides my wallet, which is only four bucks out of my pocket. Other than that, your wallet food, thanks you. The food is like subpar. I'm like, uh, or what it is? Yeah, I'm like. Eh. And Wendy's used to be the best as far as their burgers yep. because they were fresh. Ugh, they're not nearly as good as they used to be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't eat a lot of fast food, so I wouldn't what? eat as much. I'm not a huge fast food guy. Oh, come on. I mean, it has to be Chick-fil-A's fries first. And then yeah, I know. No, McDonald's. McDonald's. McDonald's and Arby's. I would probably actually say Five Guys fries are number two. I, I, five yeah. Guys fries are amazing. Those fries are to die for. Oh, Ryan Braun announced he retired today, guys. Oh, well, yeah. I didn't even know he still plays. He oh, wasn't. I guess I guess the steroids right up. <laughs> he ran out I mean, of money he, for them. I mean, he did get caught. I mean, so yeah. he tested positive. That's I used to love Ryan Braun before he tested positive, and then I lost all respect for him. Now he's hanging he, out with Barry Bonds and Rafael Palmeiro. The incredible... Barry Hulk, the the Barry Hulk. It's my my favorite nickname of all time, no question. And that was like really early into our show. That may have been one of our first, I don't know, 
handful first, of shows we did. We did yeah, the first five episodes. And you you call them the Incredible Barry Hulk. And anytime <laughs> I ever think about Barry Bonds, that's what I think of automatically. All right, John Mizek, when we go to the Hall of Fame next year, you're going to bring me your homemade fries, and let Ooh. and I need to taste them. John Mizek's going to go as a fan. We'll go as media. He can stay, you know, himself for a week, join the <laughs> he, Hall of Fame. He can do his own just, thing. Just so I can taste these homemade fries. I'm we'll in. invite him. He can go himself, and then we'll meet up with him. We'll meet up with him there. You know, we'll meet up with the lower, the normal people. You know. <laughs> oh, us. yikes. <laughs> wow. Gone. We just Whoa. lost one of our four fans. That was not good. <laughs> that was not nice. That was, that was worse out than, of order. That was worse John. than my Super Bowl. Thing. Hey, look. I can't. I got to knock him. He beat my team last year. His Broncos beat my team. I got to take jabs. Nice. I still am salty about that. That is not nice. Anything else going on in the world? I never said sports? I was a nice person. Yeah, at least you're honest about it. Um, I don't have much. I mean, I could, complain about, me. I could complain about the fact that the Yankees stink, but I really don't want to talk about it. They look like garbage, and that's whatever. I, I don't even want to talk about it, but. They did play well yesterday. They would today, but they play the Orioles. They're, exactly. They're not playing a team. They're playing a bunch of players. Their schedule, set, the up, their schedule set up really good for them to, to do well right now. Look, they went on a 13-game win streak and then I think lost at least seven in a row. That's, that's They lost, They lost what, eight out of ten because they ended up winning on the, the game against the Twins yesterday after being down 5 nothing in the – Exactly. Thing. It's ridiculous. This team stinks. But like I said, I don't really <laughs> want to talk about it too much because uh, no. they're terrible and I'm annoyed. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, anything else? I don't I don't think there's much else. I mean, uh, like I'm I said, football's, football's kind of dominant and that's the way it's going to be for a little bit. I mean, MLB is going to kind of heat up a little bit as the playoff races are getting tighter. But other than that, I think really basketball's quiet. NHL doesn't really have anything I'm going excited. on. I'm excited. Yeah, I said before the show we got started. The first NFL carousel. We got you know, about, it's, it's about a month. Let happen. About a month until the best season of all comes. All four sports on at once. We're getting close. It's a great time. It's it is Christmas in October. You know, it's a great holiday. Halloween. It's an underrated holiday. Just That's gonna fun. say yeah. that. I'm not, I'm not gonna disagree. <laughs> no. That's right. holiday Thanksgiving. But anyway, we'll, we'll get into that next week. Oh, God. John, I think over actually, a little bit. On. You're giving hold that on. a little bit too much hype. Halloween is hold right on. up there with Thanksgiving. I, I got to remember something. John, I believe last week at the end of the show, you teased something. Did I? If, if oh! I, oh. I, I vaguely recall. Well, I mean, it's going to be a long conversation. If, I mean, it's probably going to be like 10 minutes. Do you I really want to get into it? We tease the fans. We got to bring it up. I, feel, I mean, all I right. feel that we owe it to them at the least. I mean, we need to do like the old Adam West Batman. We start talking about it, and then we come back to it next week. <laughs> all Dave, right, let's do that. Starlight Sports Station. If we can try to remember, we forgot this week almost. <laughs> the miracle I even remembered. I nearly forgot. Yeah. So tune in next week. We have a big announcement, and then my uh, my thing. I've We're been not going to even get into it. Come on, I want to know. I don't even know what it is. You got a week. You got to find out in a week our announcement you, and then this stink. in a week. You stink. You know that? <laughs> you really stink. Wow. Come on. What is it? Tell us. Let's go. You really want me? Okay. Yes. All right. I would like to talk about this. All you right. said next week, last week. It's next week. All right. I want to know. 
Let me bring up the stats. You guys keep talking. Give me one sec. Cause I had all these stats brought up. What's now, the topic? What's the, well, if I, if I tell you who, which players it, they are, all right, so, and you kind of, compare, so basically yes. let me guess, you want me to compare players and tell you who I think is better. And then I'm going to be surprised by who is who. Yeah, basically. Yeah. We'll play that game. Okay. All right. Do we know, the right. posi- are we allowed to know the position running back? Okay. All right. This player has 10,000. This play, player A has 10,441 yards and 68 touchdowns. 68 is important. Okay. All right. And then we will bring up uh, the are other these, stats. Are these current or former? One is a retired player, one is a current player. Okay. And this other player has five. 5,918 yards, 55 touchdowns. So 13 less than the other one. Who would you say is the better player just off of those stats? Player A. Player A. Well, actually, let me, no, you know, let me take that back. How many seasons have they each played? That's important. Yes. All right. So, yeah. So five full seasons for the current player. And then the other player, the other players played. So like I said, I had all these stats brought up last week, and then yeah. uh, we didn't get to do it. So the other player played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The other player played nine full seasons, the retired player, and the current player has only played five seasons. with and he's already got less. 55 touchdowns, yes. though? Yes. Oh, player B by far. Because okay. player yeah. B is averaging 1,000 yards a season and, and 11, 11 touchdowns a season, which yeah. is incredible compared to player right. B. Who, while he's excuse me, while player A is good, he averaged around a thousand yards a season. Actually, his touchdown to you know his touchdown per year is nowhere near as good. Okay, and uh, player A has a three point six career ru- average per rush, and then player B has a four point nine. Yeah, I'm sticking guard with B. per rush. Okay. B is definitely okay, so better. Four point nine is fine. Uh, I'm not, you know. I'm not upset about that. No, okay, three point six for the other one. Uh, yeah. player, player A B. is player A is Eddie George. Player B is Derrick Henry. Yeah. Eddie uh, Derrick Henry is a better better running back in his career than Eddie George. So far, yeah. No, overall, on... I would I would if I had if 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 I had to take one player, I would take Derrick Henry already right now, and his yeah. career is only five years in. Yeah, yeah. which I'm is not, crazy I'm not upset. because I mean. Because Eddie George was. I agree with what I said, though. I mean, on the blind reaction, I completely still agree with my choice. But it's crazy because Eddie George, I mean, Jake, you you weren't born yet when Eddie George really was like this, you know, this at the peak of his career. Yeah, JB and I really got to watch him. And he was a hell of a running back. Not a Hall of Famer, but he's a hell of a running back in his career. Over 10,000 yards, 68 touchdowns. Amazing career, not Hall of Fame worthy though. Derrick Henry's already thirteen touchdowns behind this guy. Derrick Henry already has it's he has half his yards eleven hundred ninety nine carries. Eddie George has almost three thousand carries. Derrick Henry has about twelve hundred carries, which means if Derrick Henry gets to three thousand carries, he's going to have about four thousand yards more than Eddie George if they have the same amount of car- carries. And he's only 13 touchdowns behind him with 1,700, 1,800 carries less than Eddie George and only 13 yeah. touchdowns behind. 
mean, that's crazy how good Derrick Henry is. It's a testament to how amazing this guy has been and what he, I mean, he's already, if he does this another five years, he's going to be a hall of famer in five years. Absolutely. It, that's insane. Yeah. I never like it, it came up to me. Like just thought about it five, last week and I was comparing the stats and I didn't realize how good Derrick Henry has been in his career statistically as a whole and just looking at it. And I thought, you know, oh, in, unbelievable. in four to five yeah. years, if he retires after four to five more years of this type of production, he could retire as a hall of famer good. in four to five years. And then he waits his turn to get in the hall of fame. Like That's insane. Just and he's like better he than Eddie George and yeah. Eddie George yeah. was really good. Eddie George was really good. There's I think no it also depends that. a little bit on the blew my mind on the the way football's played. Excuse me, now versus then, but I, I still agree with what you're saying. I just I think that's a, a minor thing to keep in consideration. Yeah, is, and the it, fact that the average, but right, it's a passing but, uh, but still, league. But still, but it's a passing right. league, and he's able to put up these. Well, numbers I'm just saying, offense in, a passing in general world. is up. I'm yeah. just getting at the point that offense in general is higher than it is. Than it's yeah. ever been. So scoring more and doing things of that nature. Right, but well, but it's a passing. I, I agree. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And, and he's. But it's also important to remember it is a higher. Eddie offensive George league. was in the league when it was a running league. Yeah. Derrick Henry's taking taking it old school because you don't see running belt. You don't see bell cow running backs anymore. You different, only see change of pace backs. You see things though when you look at it when Eddie George was running. You schemed for the run. Now you scheme for the pass, and you still got to stop. You have different but, guys in place, so it's it's. But different. in Tennessee, just, you're not scheming for the pass because of because of Ryan Tannehill. You have different defensive personnel because everybody's throwing the ball, so you don't have the same type of defense. Everybody so, except and, the Titans, because right, this is a run first team. Yeah. And Ryan Tannehill isn't what Ryan Tannehill is in Tennessee, if not for Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the yep. other way around. So no, no, I agree. the fact that Derrick Henry is able to take it old school to what running backs used to be, what AP was the last breed of these type of running backs before Derrick yeah, Henry yes. came along. That's a testament to how great Derrick Henry is. And I didn't, I personally didn't realize how great Derrick Henry has been in his career so far. I didn't really realize it didn't hit me how great he has been. And then you look at the stats. Like, I looked oh. at the stats and, and it really just hit me. And I love it so much yeah. because you it's a passing league. And we have a, a guy that's on pace to be one of the greatest running backs we've ever seen. It's just we'll amazing see. We'll see. to see if he can keep this up. And if he can, that's if, a big if, if it doesn't yes. wear him down, you know, these are all big ifs, but if he continues on this pace, he's going to be one of the greatest ever. And that just is amazing. You're right. Absolutely. So oh, I got to, I got to agree with you on that. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Now that I nope. remembered the, the last thing I knew we could talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I wanted to bring up. It just, I didn't think he was as good as Eddie George. I was like, no way. It's, and I compared yeah. him and I'm like, he's better. Like he's he, better. in every way, shape and form. He's better. Yeah. Like that's, that's just crazy. Yeah. All right, anything else, guys? Nope. JB? No, no, that's it. Just, you know, remember who got the most points in two out of the three leagues. Uh, who, won, who went 3-0? and oh, That's all that matters. Record yeah, well, the Texans, won, the Texans and Eagles won their games, and you know, let's not, you know, go crazy about them. All right. 
John, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me Fox Sports 1340 AM, Cardiac Kane on Fansided, Finn Fanatic covering the Miami Dolphins on Fansided. Sports Arena, Monday nights, 10 o'clock Eastern Time. Wednesday nights, 10 o'clock Eastern Time. Thursday nights, NFL Carousel. I like my steaks well done. And, of course, the best show in the... I don't want to hear it. I know where he's going with this, and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> the best show in the history of the entire world, Sideline Sports. Most important place. Nope. <laughs> I'm not letting him get it out. I am not letting him get it out. And, John, I agree. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to let him say it. JB, where can they find you? JB underscore the program on Twitter. The program should be back hopefully in two weeks. I think I got everything settled and ready to go. Uh, leading off the carousel, going up against the host of the NBA carousel, this Megan Price. She will be talking about my Chargers, my Los Angeles Chargers. I got to talk about her, her Dallas, Dallas Cowgirls. Cowgirls. The Cowgirls. You mean your, your Dallas Cowboys? How about them boys? Oh, come on. Don't tease us like that. <laughs> Just wait. Wait till you hear me talk about Dak and company. Two more That's days. like James wearing a Boston Red Sox shirt. Woof. Ew. John, you couldn't pay me enough to do that. <sighs> Leading that off. NBA carousel coming back soon. NBA season will be here before you know yeah. it. And that's about it. And everywhere the first else. First full know. season with it. First full Notre season. Dave game last week. Got my St. John's tickets against Kansas coming up in December. You never know where or you're going to find us. Lambeau. We're all over the place, guys. We it's always insane. are. That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. You guys can find me on basically every social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look me up. It, it's pretty simple. Of course, you can find me here on Sideline Sports, which is the most important place to find me. And more <laughs> importantly, you can find Sideline Sports on Instagram and Twitter at Sideline Sport One, YouTube and Facebook. Just look up Sideline Sports. We have groups, we have pages. We are on TikTok. We're on Instagram, like I said. Facebook, we're on um, we're TikTok, Spotify. People. What? We're on TikTok. We're on everything. What man. is a TikTok, JB? I don't know. Is it like Come a on. part of the grandfather grandfather clock? Well, I'm the old one. Short videos. Short videos. Okay. So videos of short people. Okay. Yes. Yes, yeah. like you. All right. Thank you. That's why you're on there. That's Thank why you're you. on there. I am? Um, Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically anywhere you find any of that sort of stuff, we're on too. We're, we're everywhere. I mean, we're always we're everywhere. You just – you blink, snap the fingers, and we might be uh, around the corner. You don't know. We just show up wherever wherever it is. Am I right? Where, wherever the sports may be. Jo- John, John Mazik, you're out of order. Taking my saying, trying to take my league. You're out of order, sir. Oh, and, you're... And, and one last place you'll find me, gentlemen. Kicking the snot out of everybody in all three leagues and bringing home the championships. Because well, I, got one, last, I got one last year. I already got three wins this year. I'm three and zero, and I'm going to win all the championships, baby. What week do we start the beatdown of Jake? Never, absolutely never. Guys, I'm going to be crushed. I don't like the way he's talking, John. When Austin Eckler gets hurt for you again, you're going to be hurting. I'm great. In the only league I have Austin Eckler, I got Miles Gaskin, Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette. I'm fine. I'm not worried. Those guys did nothing. I'm fine. I'm good. I got Tyree Kill. I got Matt Stafford. I'm I'm feeling great. My teams 
obliterating all of you. I won by over 70 points. How much did you win by? Yeah, well, Matt Stafford can't play uh, in the Dolphins every week. No, you, not you. I'm talking about John. Almost 100. So, top scorer in two leagues. Yeah. Matter of fact, you're in both those leagues. Yeah. <laughs> and I was behind you by one point in one of them. Not even. Still so, behind. It's all right. When I, when I play you, I will beat you. It's fine. Dolphins beat the Patriots by one. One counts. Exactly. All right. Anything else, guys? All right. Cool, then folks. we'll see you guys next week. Everybody have a good week. And uh, enjoy some football this weekend because there will be lots to talk about next week. John, exactly. don't don't try and say something stupid, John. It's not <laughs> happening. Guys, we'll see you next week. <laughs>